I'm Jake Jennings. This is Unscripted. Welcome back to the podcast. Life sucks. Not gonna lie. It's full of pain, suffering, and a lot of hard times. Personally, you know, looking back at my life and things I've had to go through, I think I've been through the ringer somewhat. You know, I've been cheating on. I used I got jumped a couple times after middle school after football practice. Never told my parents about that one. You know, this will be the first time that they're hearing about it. But uh, I used to always tell them that I got bruises from football. I got bullied a lot in elementary and middle school for being fat and nerdy. I would read books like Harry Potter and Percy Jackson in class instead of doing my work. And I lost a lot of friends growing up because I didn't agree with them on certain things. I was diagnosed with ADHD in elementary and developed a social anxiety disorder. And if there's one things, if there's one thing I've learned in the past 20 years, hard times don't last, but hard people do. If there's one lesson my parents both pounded into my head growing up, it's that your mindset is everything. You know, my parents and my sister, they've been the best family on earth in my eyes. I they truly are my best friends and <laughs> they love me unconditionally no matter how many times I screw up. I couldn't and I wouldn't ever ask for different people in my life. But the fact that I didn't listen to them on the whole mindset thing growing up isn't a reflection of them. It's a reflection of my own ignorance and not listening to what they wanted to teach me. I decided I was going to learn my lessons the hard way, the dumb way, but I learned them. You see, what I did learn was your mind always will be your biggest asset and your biggest enemy. Conquering your mental state is something that not a whole bunch of people will ever try or ever do. You know, a lot of people want to say they're not good at something. They can't do something, or they don't have enough money to go do something. When you do that, you've already put yourself in a position to fail. You've already put the doubt in your mind. You planted that seed, and you told yourself you can do it. You have to stop telling yourself that. You have to tell yourself that you can do anything. Nothing will stop you, and that you're able to do whatever you dream of. So there are four key points that I want to bring up in this podcast to conquering your mind. Pain, fear, suffering, and understanding. We'll start with pain. Emotional pain is a lot like the day after you lift. You're going to be a little sore. Or whenever you really do strain a muscle or something. You know, when you think your back is the part that hurts... It's not your back most of the time. It's the muscles in your legs that are pulling on the muscles in your back that are causing the strain. It's the same thing with emotional pain. You have to find the origin of what hurt you. Make peace with it and move on. Moving on is is different for everybody, you know. Sometimes it can take months. For some people, it's years and... Some people, it's just days. But when you just wallow in your self-pity and sorrow, you're just like a shark that doesn't keep on swimming to filter oxygen through it. 
You do nothing but damage yourself. Fear. Everyone has a fear. Personally, I'm terrified of wasps. Like, if one of them suckers fly at me, I'm running faster than Bo Jackson away from it. And I'm scared of trusting people. Now, everyone knows the saying, face your fears. That doesn't mean I'm going to go play with the wasp's nest. I'm not dumb. But it means I'm going to learn everything about a wasp. I'm going to learn how to kill a wasp. I'm going to learn how to keep wasps away. I'm going to learn to repel them. And it's not because I'm scared of them. It's because I don't want them around me anymore. But whenever I do see a wasp, I'm going to be a man about it. I'm not just going to run away anymore because I know how to deal with it. It's the same thing with my issue with trusting people. I had to learn why I don't trust people. And I had to go back to all the memories that hurt and understand why I feel the way I do. I trained myself to see the red flags in people. You know, I learned how to spot shady people. And I learned how to give confidence to the people who stood by me and still stand next to me now, regardless of how many times I screw up or I'm an idiot. You have to learn about what scares you. You have to learn why it scares you, how it functions, and then throw yourself in the deep end. For example, <laughs> one of my friends was terrified of water. And whenever I say water, I mean like swimming pools and stuff. He couldn't swim, and he was scared of drowning. I learned to con like conquer my fears by watching him be so scared of a swimming pool that he couldn't be next to one to swimming for a workout. This dude was literally 17 years old. Didn't know how to swim at all besides doggy paddling. I remember <laughs> at the YMCA, he put on some floaties. Grown dude. like this, He's about 6'2". He's pretty ripped. 17 years old, puts on floaties. And gets in the kiddie pool. And he taught himself. He forced himself to get in. To the thing he was the most terrified of. And he forced himself how to swim. Or he forced himself to learn how to swim. It was, it was really rough at first. I'm not going to lie. He looked like an idiot in that swimming pool. <laughs> but seven months. Of him going to the pool. Every single day. He learned how to swim. Suffering. There are two things in your life, I'm telling you right now, are guaranteed. Pain and suffering. You have to do the things you don't want to do. We've gotten to the point in our society where it's so easy to quit things you don't want to do. If you don't like a job, quit it. Think a class is too hard? Go ahead and drop it. It's fine. Don't like a coach? Quit the sport. That's soft. You know, I see this a lot now, but I saw it even more in high school. Our baseball coach was, he was a hard dude. I'm not going to lie. Like, he's, he's changed, I will say that. But his first year there with us, he might have been the most negative person I've ever met. You know, he was 
constantly on everybody anytime they'd mess up, never gave out praise, no positive comments. And like I said, he has changed. He's a very, very good coach now. But it made me want to quit. I didn't want to play baseball because of him. I didn't want to play it at all. I just wanted to be done with the sport. But in the back of my mind, I just kept on telling myself, you have to prove him wrong. You have to prove him wrong that you are at you are a good pitcher. Like you're not the person he says you are. And looking back in hindsight, honestly, the reason I think he was negative was to it was motivation because that's how he was motivated whenever he was in high school. His coach would probably always be negative to him and force him be rude, all that kind of stuff. But because he was rude to me and he was negative to me, it forced me to work harder because I wanted nothing more than to prove him wrong. I had a sour attitude about it a couple times, I'm not going to lie, but I stuck with it because I wasn't going to give him the happiness of saying, yeah, I beat that kid down. And because of him, you know, I got to thank him for it. He was one of the most motivational coaches, even if I didn't think so at the time, that I've ever had. He made me get better, and he's, he is the one. It wasn't the work that I put in. It was the motivation that he gave me. Because of him, I got to go play college baseball for a year. And it was dope. Like, I, got, I met a lot of friends that are good friends, and they're going to be good friends for a long time. Because of him. If you truly want something, like, I mean truly want something, you will do anything for it. It doesn't matter if it's relationships, doesn't matter if it's a job, doesn't matter if it's, you know, you want to get to a certain muscle mass. It does not matter. The ends, or the means, justify the end. Last year, I'm not going to lie, freshman year of college, first semester, I... In high school, I pretty much skated through because our high school is pretty easy. You turned in a paper with your name on it, you got a 70. It was easy to pass. And I never made less than an 85 growing up. Last year, on the other hand, I got my uh, first dose. It was a kick in the mouth of college. I passed a college class with a 64. A 64. You know, that's the first, that was the only class that I had less than a B, but I still got a D in a class. Like, I was embarrassed. And it's an excuse, and I know it's an excuse. I didn't, I blew the class off. You know, I slept in, I would sleep in the class, I would sleep in, like, in my dorm after morning weights for baseball. And it's a failure in my eyes. So I, signed, I did sign up to take it again next semester, and I won't get anything less than an A. I promise you that right now. And it's definitely not because I know the content, because I slept through most of it. But it's because I refuse to give anything less than my best effort. I want more than anything in the entire world, right now at least, to graduate and get to go to law school. Like, that's my dream. So... To do that, I'm going to have to retake the class that I absolutely hate so I can get it off my transcript. You have doing the things you don't want to do because there is a bigger reward in the future. 
this is it was the same thing with I hate running. I absolutely hate running. And I remember <laughs> it was freshman summer. You know, I already said I got bullied a lot for being fat as a kid. I, I had lack of self-discipline whenever it came to eating. I was about six foot, 250 of just a lot of fat. My body fat content was probably like up to 30%. Like I was obese and I know I was. And people would just constantly poke at me, call me fat. And then I, just, I got sick of it. You know, so over the summer, I went a little crazy and (laughs) I would wake up to my best friends, Dante and Alex, every day at like midnight. And I'd be like, hey, let's go up to the high school and be like, why are we going to the high school? And it's like, well, we can get onto the track if we hop the fence. We're just going to run till we can't anymore. Over the course of three months, I lost 65 pounds because I told myself, you're going to get the weight off, no matter what. And it wasn't because, you know, I cared so much about people's opinions. Growing up, I did care a lot about what other people thought of me. And I didn't learn to stop caring until a couple years ago. But because they criticized me for being fat so much, I used that criticism as motivation to lose that weight. And I'm going to be honest, I'm very glad that I did. I'm I'm glad I did the insane thing that summer. It built a really strong bond between me and Dante and Alex and just a lot of good memories. Understanding. You know, everybody wants to be understood, but nobody wants to understand other people. Whenever I say this and I I listen whenever I say this, people will always doubt you. They will always dislike you or be mean to you, regardless of if you're rich, middle class, or starving. It doesn't matter if you're Asian, black, white, or Hispanic. It doesn't matter what race you are. People will always be mean to you just to be mean. You know, I always compared and complained about the way my life was to other people. I always complained about the hand that life dealt me. I would stay up talking to God saying, you know, why is my life full of all these problems? Why did things go this way? And whenever I wanted them go this way, like, why are you doing this to me? All these other people's lives are so much happier. They do whatever they want. They get whatever they want. Until I saw the way that my friend Drew was driven. You know, no matter what happened to him. He was dealt an even worse hand than I was, but he pushed through it. If anyone, if anyone, and I mean anyone, could go play three college sports, he's your man. Like, he was the most hardworking, gifted athlete I've ever seen in my life. You know, Rip, Rip Drew. But I saw his work ethic. You don't get a reshuffle. In life. The more you compare your life to other people's, the worse off you'll be. That's why social media is so detrimental to your mental health. We see what other have others have and we wish it was ours. That's not reality though. 
You have what you have. You're born in the situation you're born in. And you can do two things about it. You can sit there and wallow in your self-pity and sorrow. Or you can get up and do something about it. The cards you have are the ones that you have. But trust me, there's always a way to win. For the first 18 years of my life, you know, I just wanted to sit in my sadness and be angry about everything and deal with it myself. I was mad I had ADHD. I was mad that I got anxious whenever I would talk to people. So what changed? I set a goal. You know, I set a goal that I would make friends. I wouldn't have such a hard time talking to people. I set a goal that my ADHD wasn't going to affect my performance in classes. You know, and this, this is what drove me to really lose the weight. I couldn't run a mile, no matter what. But if you want to lose weight, set your goal to running a mile. And if you can't do a mile, do what you can. You know, the first time I ran, I ran half a mile, and I thought I was going to die of a heart attack. And the next day, I got up and I did it again. Every single day, push yourself to go further. You'll reach that mile eventually, and then you up to Annie. Go two miles the next time, and then three, and then four, and then five, and just keep on going. You have to fail over and over and over again until you succeed. You know, we have the conscience in our head that tells us that you can't do stuff. You can't do this. You're never going to be good enough. And you will fight with that voice in your head constantly on whether you can really do it or not. But whenever you finally get done with it, you look back and see how far you've come. And I'm going to tell you right now, people will always fail you whenever you need them the most. There are two people in this world that you can count on because you can't count on anybody else to put in the work that you are. You can only count on you and God. You know, I have this quote pinned up to my uh, closet right now, and I look at it every single morning I wake up. If God is for me and I'm for me, who can stand against me? The other night, one of my friends... (laughs) He looked at me and he says, bro, why do you always look so angry? I promise. Yeah, I promise I'm not an angry person. My face is just angry. I I just, I have RBF, I know. But here's the thing. It's not a face of anger. It's a face of determination. I walk around listening to music and looking mad all the time. But it's not because I want to ignore people or that I want to be left alone. And I listen to music so much because I want to be amped up constantly. And whenever I say amped up, I mean I want to be in the zone. I want to be determined to handle my stuff. I want to get my job done. I've come a long way in my battles. And I don't say this. I don't tell you these stories to, like, boost my ego or make me seem on a higher pedestal than y'all because if anything, I'm, I'm a normal person. And like, I'm probably as normal as they come. But I'm telling you it because there's a lot of people out there who just can't force themselves to do something. They can't find the motivation to do something. And they need the motivation to do it. 
I've always had big dreams and aspirations on what I want to do with my life. But I never had confidence in my dreams. And that's why whenever I would pick something up, and then I'd, after like two weeks, I'd be like, look, I can't do this anymore. I'm, I'm never going to be this. And that was my problem. I never had confidence in myself. If you want to be the best at something, you have to think you're the best at it. And I don't mean go around telling people that you are. That's just annoying and you shouldn't do it. But it means think it. You have to think to yourself every time you do something, I'm the best. Like nobody's better than me at this. And you use that and you just keep on building your self-confidence. One of the biggest lessons that I had to learn, like I said, I, I was really bad about caring so much about other people's opinions. I would walk on eggshells and I would try to make everybody happy. You can't make everybody happy. When you stop caring about people's opinions, and I learned this because whenever I cared about people's opinions, they still judged me. And whenever I stopped, they judged me even more. They're going to say that you're stuck up, conceited, cocky. But it's not cockiness. It's tenacity and confidence. You have to work your butt off until you are the best. You have to surround yourself, yes, with love and support, whether it be friends or family. That, that's a good thing. You want to be around people who support your dreams and love you. But be honest with yourself. Be honest whenever other people are mean to you or rude to you. Because in reality, whenever I got bullied as a little kid for being too fat or being nerdy, I thought it was just them being mean. But it wasn't just them being mean. It was them being mean honestly. Because the way it was mean, they pointed out my flaws. They pointed out what was wrong with me. And I, I put this into the article that I wrote the other day. Don't triple down on your strengths. You know what you're good at. You know, I, I knew that I was good at reading, but I knew I was fat. So I tripled down on my weaknesses. Take the criticism that people constantly throw at you and use it as motivation to be something better. Everyone, and I mean everyone, can do something that can forever impact human history. doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter if it's good or bad. Everyone has the capability of it. It just matters how hard they're willing to work for it. I'm Jake Jennings. You can follow me on Twitter at BroadShady and Instagram at Jacob D. Jennings for future podcasts. <laughs> thank you. Like, seriously, thank you if you did listen this far. It means a lot to me. And as annoying and repetitive as it gets, I say it all the time. It's not about what happens to you. It's what you do about it.